Welcome back to the Moon Road Podcast. I am your host, Blue, better known as Blue Friday. But I think I'm going to just stick with Blue. It's short, sweet, to the point. Um, and I think I'm going to go by that moniker from here on out. Um, so welcome back. I um, hope all of you guys have been doing well. hope everybody has, uh, you know, been safe and uh, productive and everything has been going well for everyone. Um, this episode, I want to talk about originality and authenticity. So let's get into it. To be authentic, to be original. What does this mean? It's very loaded, right? You, you see people saying, you know, you see a lot of times people say, uh, oh, uh, you, you need to be original. Uh, you need to be yourself, you know. But. What, what, are, what is ourself? What, what are we? Who are we? Who are you? Who am I? Who is the I? Who are you? You know, we, 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 we have to reckon with our own selves, right? Um, and I think that it is, it is a, a duty of ours to do so. I think that some people may even look at it like a journey to the, your whole life journey is to find yourself. Um, but we we need to understand who we are as people, who you are as an individual. Um, I think I mean, I know for sure that. Being as authentic as you are. As you can be being as original as you can be will definitely differentiate you and make you unique, especially in a time like this. We live in a microwave society full of sheep and robots. It is almost like we live in a dystopian world full of brainwashed individuals. And if you are of original character, if you are authentic, of in yourself, I feel like you stick out like a sore thumb, and that's a good thing. You you want to be yourself. You don't want to acquiesce to everything around you, because then what are you? You're just a cog in a machine. And it's, I don't know if I can consider that being that living. We become complacent and comfortable. In this, this is, this is, is this it? You know, it, I would hate to believe so. And I don't think that this is what you're, I don't think that this is the best of society. I don't. I don't think this is our lot in life. I don't think we're meant to be herd, animal, sheep, flock. I don't think that's our destiny as the human species. I think we have much more to offer to the world. And I think the world could benefit from human beings if only people dare to be original, have original thought, and be authentic within their own spirit. I do believe that we can add to the world in good ways, not just keep taking from it, not just consuming, not just um, just savaging everything that we can take 
out of the earth, out of the world. I do believe we can be more productive members of the society in which we find ourselves. But you got to look within and find out who you are. What makes you you? What makes you smile? What makes you happy? Truly. You know, we live a large part of our lives based on the suggestions of other people and other things and other entities. And we don't fully even realize that's happening. A lot of the things we like, we don't know if we actually like it. Maybe it was suggested to us in such a way that we believe this is what we like, or we believe this these are the things we support, or we believe, you know, anything. But I take every I take all that into examination. I take all that into examination. Let me pull up this verse from the Bible. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Because it's it's perfect for what I'm talking about right now. Let's see. Yeah, 2 Corinthians 10.5, Paul says, we take every thought captive. We take every thought captive. What does that mean? We take every thought captive. That means anything you think, it has to be under the things that you believe, the things you think, the things you support, the ideologies that you've embraced, to take these things captive means you have to examine if these are truly things that align with your soul. You know, it's so easy to be suggested things subconsciously, subtly. You don't know if you, you, you got to take every thought captive, as it says in Second Corinthians. To see if it's in alignment with your life, with your beliefs, with your morale. To act on a thought without taking a thought captive, without examining the thought, is madness. Think about if the entire world just acted on their first thoughts. Right. Madness. It'd be mayhem. If everyone just acted on their first thoughts your first thoughts are not always <laughs> your first the things that you think in your head, your first thoughts are not always authentically you. Or it, it's just not. You can hear a song over and over and over again and it'll be in your head or just on the radio and it'll be in your head the entire week. Right? Think about that. Is that your thoughts? Or is it just in your head now because that's how our reality is constructed? That's how our mind, the framework of our mind is constructed. We just hear things. And now it's in our head. We can see things. If they imagine you look at you looking at YouTube, you're looking at TV, and the same ad is being shown over and over and over again. 
support this, support this, buy this, buy this, do this, or you're outcast to do that, or you're outcast to do this, do this. And it's all this, you know, the you got the, the machine pushing, you know, things. Right? Now you start to develop a belief and a certain disposition towards something that you may not necessarily even align with. But because of the nature of the mind, that echo chamber effect, you start to echo the sentiments of other people's, you know, thoughts and dispositions because it's all over the ads, it's all over media, it's all on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. But have you ever questioned and thought, hold on, do I really believe any of this? Are these my thoughts? Do I hold these beliefs? Are these my ideas? Do I really support that? Is this really my disposition on these topics and issues and discussions? Or has it just been forced into my mind repetitively? And now it's like an echo chamber. Now I just repeat what I've heard. I regurgitate what I've seen. Right? That's what's happening. That's what's happening. That's the dilemma of the human experience. How can we defeat the echo chamber? How can we, how, how do we stay as original and authentic as possible in a hyper-social, content-driven, propagandized climate? How do we keep our originality and authenticity intact? I have a suggestion. First, we must find out who we are. Take some time to think about things. Remember yourself as a kid. Remember the thoughts you had. Remember the things that ticked you off. Remember the things that made you happy, that made you smile. I want you to go back, go all the way back to when you were just a youth, four, five, six years old. Who were you? What did you like? What excited you? What type of adventures did you want to go on? What type of dreams did you have? And then progress that from four to five to six to seven to eight to nine, all the way up. Think about the evolution of who you were. Did you change? More than likely you did. Change is part of life. When you started to notice the change, think about if it was influenced by your peers. Think about if it was influenced by your parents. Think about maybe the change came from your own natural desires. But know what it was. I remember when I was younger, um, I would love writing. I loved drawing. I loved doing art. Uh, I loved, you know, spending time with my brother. And there was a time where, oh, I must admit, I loved reading too. I got, I have to add that in there. Loved reading. I was a bookworm kid. But I remember a time as I got a little bit older, 13, 14, 15, 
I was uh, I was involved in a lot of you know mischievous activity. Let's put it like that. You know, I was doing very, very bad things. Um, I was getting kicked out of school, getting sent to these programs, not living with my parents. I got sent to some shelter care program, out bringing weapons to school, uh, stealing, uh, breaking into things, doing, like, I was literally, like, like, I, it it was it was insane. It was insanity. Um, it was a lot going on, you know. But I always had in the back of my mind who who I really was. And as I got older, I realized that I was this was not. I was being influenced by my environment. It wasn't really me. It wasn't me, you know, and it took time. It took a lifetime of time to understand and realize this. It took, you know, me going through a lot of BS that I could have prevented to realize on one extent I was being influenced. I was trying to fit in. I wanted to be welcomed because I grew up in an environment that didn't really welcome bookworm creative, you know, artistic individuals. It was hard, you know, um, and it wasn't accepted, as accepted as it is now, specifically in certain environments you grow up in, you know, and I was trying to fit in. I was trying to be embraced by my environment, but I was being influenced, and that's the key takeaway of what I'm saying. I was being influenced to be a certain way these were not my true beliefs the things I really these are not they were these were not my true actions the things that I wanted to really act upon it, it just wasn't what I really wanted to do was continue to write I wanted to continue to read more to learn more I wanted to continue to draw continue to sketch you know I wanted to continue to do my poetry I love poetry that's that's what I wanted to do most. I would reflect when I was in like um, these programs and stuff, and I was away from home, and they had us. I remember I was in this one program where they had all the um, they had all the kids, like all like the bad kids or whatever, got sent here. At first, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the timeline, right? So at first you get, I got sent to an alternative school where I had the choice to go to the alternative, like I had to go here, you know, but I, I stopped going anyway. I was getting into fights. I stopped going to the alternative school. You know, I was skipping alternative school. I literally got sent to alternative school because I was threatening people at the schools that I was in. Like the public schools I was in, I was threatening teachers. I was, you know, getting into things, and I was not showing up. So they're like, oh, are you going to the alternative school? So I got there, started doing the same thing, didn't show up. Fuck it. So eventually they said, you know what, we're going to put you in a program where you literally are going to be forced to go to school because guess what? 
you're getting taken away from your parents and you're going to have to live here with all these other bad kids. So I was literally living and like it almost felt like no joke, no exaggeration, almost felt like a, a foster care system. Um, and I was I was in this environment. I want to say I don't know how long it was. I can't even remember. Maybe a year, maybe like eight months. I, I don't even remember. Um, but I know I was I was in this program and. I just remember certain times like things were happening like you know all these kids were like truly bad like that's when I realized I wasn't really a bad person I was just misguided because when I got there I realized like these motherfuckers are actually bad children they're in gangs they already got tattoos on them they motherfucking like stabbed a couple people like and we're, we're young young bro like and it dawned to me like hold on I'm not I was sitting inside, like, they had these little rooms, and it was, like, like dorms. It's like, you're in this room, you're in this room, you're in this room. It's like a hallway, and, like, all the boys are on this side, and all the girls are on this side. And uh, and I was just, I would just think, man, I'd be like, hold up. I'd be in my room writing and drawing and shit like that, and they'd be like, uh, and it was just weird, bro. I realized, like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> I'm not that. Like, I'm not this. This whole thing that was happening felt like a bad... I'm like, hold on. This is not me. How did I end up in this predicament? And uh, and it was at that time when... You, and I, and I, and I kind of understand to a certain extent when people say, like, I needed that time, like, in prison to really, like, find myself. And they, when... You know, you ever heard, like, them interviews? People, people give interviews and they say, I don't regret my time in prison. Like, it, it made me better. It changed me, whatever. And things like that. To it, and I don't advocate anyone be in any programs or go sent away to any type of encampment. But I kind of understand what they were saying. Like, I kind of get it. It's, you have so much time to just think to yourself. They didn't allow cell phones in there. You couldn't, you couldn't, oh, it was like you had nothing to do but think, read, and write for hours and then when you went to school they took you their damn selves and made sure you came back and it was just weird but I had nothing but time to think and I and it was at that around that moment where I was like oh shit I'm not really a bad I think at the time I was a teenager so I'm like I'm not, not really a bad teenager I'm not really a bad person you know, I'm really not. These kids are bad. That's what I that's what I thought about it. I'm like, these motherfuckers, they are off the hook. You know what I'm saying? Like, these motherfuckers was different. And uh, I was like, hold on, this is not me. So, you know, after I left there, you know, I ain't going to sit here and say I was still like the most uh, role model citizen after I got released from that place. But... It was eye-opening to have to have that much time just to think and shit. So when I left, um, even though I was still getting into stuff, more and more I had that consciousness in my mind saying, this is not you. And it would, I would eventually lean towards who I really am, if that makes sense, like slowly in increments. Like I would do mischievous shit, but then it started to dwindle down and dwindle down, and then the other things started to ramp up even more like as far as like who I really was. And then it just got to a point where I realized like, all right, I'm about to just be creating 24 seven, you know, whether it's music, uh, art, writings, uh, video, 
I'm going to create 24-7. Um, because this is who I am. This is what I want to do. I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of convictions about myself. I have a lot of things that I want to see manifested into reality. Um, I used to, I still dream a lot, you know? Um, so make a long story short, what I'm saying is I had to find my, myself. Even when, even once at a, as a child, you know yourself, but you get lost and you have to refine yourself. So I had to have a process of finding myself again. But what I'm telling you is that it took me years to come back to myself. You don't have to do that. You don't have to take years. You can start today, every day, 30 minutes, meditate or something. Find yourself. Give yourself, like I was forced, a lot of people that's inside programs and inside jail, they are forced to not be on their phone because you can't have that shit. At least years back, you know, whenever. But now niggas be having phones and shit in jail. Shit weird. That shit crazy. But, um, like, I remember, like, you don't have these. So it's like a lot of people were forced not to have a phone. So they, you don't even, people don't even realize how much they're influenced by their freaking phone. You're just on that thing all day, every day. And then say if you're on a phone, I'll give you a situation, right? Imagine being on your phone for a month straight, just looking at it, eight hours out of the day. You go, you wake up, you go to sleep, wake up, get on your phone, you're just looking at it. Scroll, scroll, scroll. You know, the people, you know, scroll, 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 looking, 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 reading, reading, reading. And then after a month, someone takes your phone away from you and then start asking you about society, the world, your thoughts, your ideas, and all that. Do you think that person is going to have original thoughts and ideas? He's going to, or she is going to regurgitate everything they've seen within that phone matrix that they've been in for a month. They're going to start saying things that sound like hashtags. You know what I'm saying? They're going to start saying things that sound like memes and shit. And that's what's happening in society right now. People literally sound like a hat. They sound like a hashtag. People sound like a meme. Like literally people sound like walking manifestations of hashtags and memes and sound bites and clickbait. Their whole literally people's whole lives. Shout out to the show clickbait. I got to go watch it and shit. People said it was good. But people's whole lives are literally they're walking physical manifestations of hashtags sound bites, memes, and clickbait. Clickbait. Literally. You ever seen a, a an attractive like thumbnail in a video or something or like a catchy title so you click on it because they're baiting you in and then when you get on a video it's not what it seems? That's how people are right now in society. People be wearing all this shit. Fake ass jewelry, goddamn fake ass designer, Fake ass body parts, like literally fake ass titties, fake ass booties, motherfucking makeup on. You don't even know who these people is. If they got rid of all that shit. You're probably motherfucking scream or some shit like, oh, what the fuck is that? But this is what's happening. And then when you get to meet these people and shit, you find out these people are literally like the most uninteresting motherfuckers on planet Earth. They literally just sound like hashtags. They... Sound like memes, they, they sound like sound bites. They can't complete a thought, a sentence, a motherfucking discussion, a conversation. Everyone wants to end conversations and shit now. You can't have opposing views to nothing. People want to cancel everybody and shit. This is where we're at in society. 
It's all clickbait. All everything is for show. The shit is it's insanity to me. It literally is insanity. It is insanity, man. Physical manifestations of the internet. That's what we've become. Unfreaking plug. And I don't know how I got on a rant about that, but most of this shit is because of the internet. That's probably why I lit I, I got led to this rant. Most of it is because of that. So, you know, let's go back, going back to what I was talking about, right? Give yourself some time out of the day to not be on your goddamn device, even if it's for 30 minutes to an hour, and to really just think about your life, who you are. What do you love? To, and do this for an hour every day and you'll become more, it will become more clear of who you are. You'll become more authentic and original. It may take six months for it to become solid, but do it every day for about 30 minutes. <clears throat> and then start doing the things that you love to do. Do the things you love to do, man. Like, you got to start. <sighs> do the things you love to do. I'm just going to say that too. Like, don't just be like, well, all my friends want to do is go to the bar. So I guess I'm going to go to the bar because they want to go to the bar. Oh, they want to go to the club again. They want to go to the bar again. They want to go to the, uh, dude, if you feel like going horseback riding, go do that. If you always was admired, you've always admired horses, go learn how to horseback ride. They, t they give classes out. That money that you spend on the bar every weekend, bro, you could pay for them classes. Them classes ain't that expensive. People always say, oh, this is too, too expensive, but you could spend $80 at the bar every fucking weekend. Go learn how to ride some horses. Seriously, if that's what you, I mean, if that's what you into, a lot of people into a lot of shit when they really think about it, but they scared or they just like in, like I said, a cog in a machine. They just going with the flow. Oh, well, my friend's going to the bar again. So I'm going to the bar. My friends want to go to this, like, man, go find, go discover some new music concerts, go to Eventbrite and just go see what the next grass music is playing or alternative blues is playing in your city and just go listen to the shit. Go meet some new people. Go find some. Go, go, uh, go, uh, explore. Go, go find some non-like-minded people and get different points of views on things. Cause all we doing in society is reinforcing our own fucked-up behavior. That's all we're doing. We're reinforcing our own fucked-up behavior. We're like mirrors to each other. We all have the same thought. I never under bro like. I literally be like, what the fuck is this? Like, it seemed like everyone has the same thoughts. Everyone has the same ideas. Everyone has the same beliefs. Everyone dressed the same. Everyone does the same shit on Instagram, on Twitter, on motherfucking YouTube. Everyone makes the same type of content. What the fuck is happening? Like, what in the world is happening? I'm not about to be a part of this matrix. I guarantee you I'm not. I'm not. And I want you. And if and if all this pop culture shit that's going on right now, if everything about this world right now, about this shit, is actually who you are, then fuck it. 
That's cool with me because at least I know that you truly stand behind all of this shit. But for all you motherfuckers out there just trying to fit in, take it from me. I tried to fit in before. Eventually, it gets depressing. Eventually, your mind starts to tell you you're a fraud. You're not being yourself. You're going to have to wear that jacket. You're going to have to live with that. You and you alone. You're going to have to live with that. So, just, man, for the sake of the advancement of humanity, yes, it's become that deep. Try your best to be as original and as authentic as you possibly can. It is... It is, it is literally imperative at this point. The, the worst future that I could ever had imagined for society is a future where everyone thinks the same and everyone holds the same beliefs and everyone is like robots and sheeps. When I think of like a dystopian ass future, it's like that. And this is where it seems like we're headed and it's scary. So, I don't know. I, this was a rant. As Kanye would say, a stream of consciousness. Um, yeah, let me know you guys' thoughts, man. Share this. If, you, if anybody needs to hear this, hey, man, share it. Wherever you see this at, like it. Uh, post it somewhere. I don't know. I feel like this message needs to get out. But everyone have a blessed day, evening, night, whenever you're listening to this. I'm out.